This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Good morning, people. Good morning, James. How are you? Doing well. How are things over in Bozier? Is there good coffee there? Man, I'm telling you, I'm on my third, well, yeah, third cup of delicious French roast from PJ's in Hall. That's Charlotte's favorite. Yeah, they look at they look at me very strangely when I come in. They go, "You need more already?" So I'm I'm on the list to not, you know, for having too much wonderful coffee, you know. So. Well, I'm sure the government's tracking me because of that. You know, our, um, this morning we had to have our, our production engineer and our sound engineer get on the same pages to number in these episodes. And Glenn was on PJ's Coffee, and he was definitely thinking clearer than the sound engineer was. Well, that's because you don't have delicious PJ's Coffee from Hollywood, James. <laughs> oh, boy, I tell yeah, you. Awesome. You know, um, um there's just the the news is bizarre right now. Um, I didn't know. I didn't realize that there were a lot of elections. I knew that there was one yesterday in Pennsylvania because I saw Gateway Pundit was immediately on. Here comes the cheating again. They're you know flipping votes and all that good stuff. Of course, yeah, well, that's all they do there. Well, I mean, in my opinion, if there were any any um, uh, any elections in states that are controlled by the Democrats, I'm expecting cheating. I'm even expecting it in Republicans because I think that, that they're in on it, too. And I think I said it when he got elected. I think that Virginia's. I don't know what happened in Virginia. It could have gone great for the Republicans. But my guess is it didn't. I just I think he's in. See, there you go. But it was a mixed bag. Yeah. To be real honest. Of course, they got to throw us a bone. Oh, yeah. It's a mixed bag. Uh, mainly the way they're couching it is that the abortion issue turned the tide oh, against sure. Republicans. I'm sure. And, you know, if you think about it, everything, if you just look a little bit at this real quick, if you look at all the things they're saying, and I know we, but let's just for a minute suspend our disbelief of the elections as far as it's always cheating. Okay, so we're going to fantasy and, land. Yeah. Okay. So let's say that if you look at all the things against Trump right now, it's driven by single white women because they're so, this is the, the narrative. Now, I'm not sure this is true. I have no evidence it's true or not true. But the narrative is, well, single white women are really stoked on this abortion issue, and that's why they're getting on the And that's why they turn so big for Biden and so against Trump. And Trump, you know, was questioned on this. Remember when the white lady, the white-dressed lady pre-white white CNN person was uh, was questioned about this, and he did the most nuanced uh, comeback I've ever seen in that he said, no, we gave it to the states so they could decide. That's what we did. We didn't overturn abortion. And she didn't know what the hell to say there. So if you think about all these things against Trump, the people who primarily believe him are single white women. And so they, you know, all the hoaxes, all the... You know, that's his driving this. And it's their 
news bubble that's telling them you won't have abortion, you won't have abortion. And for some reason, just like, you know, think about this. When we say uh, we don't want the, we want privacy, we don't want the IRS in our business or whatever, and, you know, even though they are, we say that because, you know, I don't want people to track my money. Or, or for instance, there was a, there's some kind of uh, bill before the House requiring car manu, you'll love this, James, requiring car manufacturers to have a kill switch in all cars by a certain date. Now, a lot of people are fighting against it, and, you know, it's the same well, why do you care about this? The law enforcement could use this to get stolen cars back and fight crime. Why are you against it? It's the same argument of, well, why do you care if you register your guns if, and we have these lists, if you haven't done anything wrong? Right. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, I get you. And, and, I, and, and I, I want to say this, that, that, we're, that every network or, and every blog, every podcast is going to be blaming it on abortion and I'm not buying it. And so I don't want our podcast to get too bad, too, too, too uh, weighted down by that. Uh, Charlotte brought that up to me this morning. So just this, what, what states had elections? Because we know the, the, we know the ones that are always guilty. Which ones are these? Virginia. Well, Virginia, I do want to remind you when Yunkin, is that his name? Yunkin? Yep. When he got elected, I told you he was, he was a plant. And so I don't trust anything happens in Virginia. I think he's going to talk like a conservative. And he's going to rule like a, a commie. All right. Who yeah. else? Now, Kentucky. All they right. broke Democrat big. That, well, that one was close, though, wasn't it? Was, uh, they, 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 They're uh, all close. Yeah, I I, I I am disappointed in that one. I saw that one. Um, I don't know really how that one broke down. I think I'll pull up that Boris guy and see what he says about Kentucky, because that one would that would doesn't fit the bill. I, I won't tell you that I automatically think in Kentucky. Ohio. Ohio. What happened in Ohio? Uh, apparently, Ohio, uh, Mississippi held. Ohio became uh, they they voted on abortion. Yeah, I don't want to hear more. I don't. I, I, I prefer not to hear that word again today. W- what happened? Who was, that, huh? That's what Ohio voters. Uh, they they did a constitutional right on abortion. Okay, all right. I, that's okay. Good. Did, was there was there any governors or any anything that matters? There were some governors who went Democrat. I forget. I can't see right now. Okay. But, uh, I, all right. I want to say this. I'm not surprised that 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 people are saying that they want the right to abortion. I'm hoping that that changes over time. So state by state, if they uh, allow it, I'm not as much as I'm against abortion. It's none of my business. What, what Ohio does with killing babies, but that's the same thing with killing adults too. They can legalize things that we don't want legal here. You know? So, so, so the abortion thing, what I want to know is, 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 is who I want to know were there any attorney generals? Were there any attorney generals went from Republican to Democrat? Oh, no. You see, that's to me, people are underplaying those, those state attorney general spots. Um, I, you know, Glenn, even with, with once Charlotte told me that there was elections, were elections, I, I went and looked, and the one from Kentucky was disappointing, but wasn't he way behind the whole time anyway? This was it. Was this Kentucky? You know, you know, it's hard to knock out a, a, an incumbent. Wasn't the Kentucky? A, yeah, they were incumbents. So yeah. I will say that too. Yeah, it's hard. We we, you know, the incumbents get reelected most of the time. So yeah. so I'm not I'm not that disappointed did, in that one. They did flip. You know, um, in the Virginia, they flipped Democrat. On some, they have like you know two houses. That kind of state, relatively similar, but there's some governing body that flipped from Republican to Democrat. But it was a narrow margin. Yeah, but I want to know what that governing body is. If it's the governing body, who hands out 
welfare stamps. I don't care. I do want to know who the attorney general is. I, I pay attention to the attorney general right now as much as I do um, governors. I, I agree with you. I think it's an underrated uh you know, uh, we have an attorney general runoff, don't we? In the great state, we do, of we do, and and um, it is a Republican against a Democrat. Um, with us throwing out Eric, and it would be very difficult for them to steal Louisiana. I agree, and I mean that that's. But I I do want to get out and vote for the R. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and I thought about that. I'm going to be out of town in the morning. I got to hustle back up here and vote because I didn't early voters. It's still early voting. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, I'm going to vote. I'm going to. I'll vote. I'll vote live. I'm going to be back. I'll make it back. But yeah, I, I, mean, I, you know, I do, I do live if I can, but I don't, I, I will go early, you know, most of the time. <laughs> but anyway, and I want to, you know, the frustration I have is not with you. It's with the, the media forces a forces a talking point thing on us. And they're all bragging that, that all these people are voted to kill babies. And, and that encouraged them. That, that's why they were able to sway some votes their way on it. But, you know, yeah. th- that's their talking points. And that's going to be it. You know, can't, you, you, be, you guys better get in line with killing babies or you're not going to have any more Republican governors. Well, you know what? If they're killing babies, I don't want them. You know? Yeah, and, uh, I mean, it's, they're couching it. And I don't know if this is true or not, but they're couching it as a, a loss of freedom. Um, you know, admittedly. Don't care about the babies, but they're couching this year. I, I know how I mean. Take this away. That's why I don't want to get into it because it's just, it's a tired argument. I'm not getting on to you. Just it, it's 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 not interesting to me, and so I'm I'm being selfish, I guess. I I don't buy their their talking points. And did yeah. they did they did they get did they win these elections in this you know this really kind of off year? This isn't. These are just elections for state offices that. Yeah, and it's five at the same time, so everybody's going, oh, this will be a referendum. But I wake up to, I mean, I wake my wife up first thing she tells me is just what you're telling me. And I guess I don't want to hear about it. I I told her, and I said, we got lots of things we could talk about. I don't want to talk about this because it is nothing but liberal talking points. And the guy from Kentucky was was way ahead, started in that election. And the the, the poll that made, it closed it a little bit, but I don't think he ever led in a single poll, you know, it was, I, I, if you would have, if I would have woke up and found out that Kentucky flipped, I would have gone, okay, Trump can win, you know, because elections are getting yeah. fair again. I'm, I I don't, I just think that they're not, I don't think they're fair. And so we'll see. I mean, but you know, it, it, I, I just want to remind the listeners that if it ever involves Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, North Carolina, um, and Virginia, you know those are rigged. They're rigged. They're not Pennsylvania. They haven't fixed them. They're still rigged. And as long as those states aren't unrigged, we're not going to win. We're not. Trump can't win. It's that simple. And I'm not encouraged by it. Now, I want him to keep doing what he's doing. I want him to make as much noise as he can. I want him to embarrass him when he can. But when it comes down to it, the voting machines are going to stop tabulating. The, their trucks are going to pull in with ballots. The Dominion's going to do their thing. And Smartmatic's going to do their thing. Eric's going to do his thing, and Trump won't win. It's just it. And then do you know what they're going to say? Told you abortion. They, 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 they always come up with some talking point, but they're rigging the election, and they give you a reason. They, they, they don't. They're not, they're not like Stalin and just kill you. Not yet. Not yet. But, but, um, but they are going to cheat. And, and, and until we fix the cheating, it's just to me like, well, okay, what's your excuse this time? Well, you know, last time it was Twitter and Facebook cheated, and they didn't do Hunter Biden and uh, people were worn out on Trump. 
They give you reasons, but they cheated. And they're going to cheat again. And they're going to come up with a reason. This time it's abortion. Oh, uh, you know, we look there. We, you know, Trump lost. Trump is Trump is in trouble because women are coming out in droves to vote for the right to an abortion. And they're going to hate Trump. No, what hates Trump is Eric. What hates Trump is Smartmatic. What hates Trump is Dominion. What hates Trump are mail-in ballots. That's what hates Trump. And so I know I'm on them there, but that's just, you know how I am about this thing. <laughs> got to fix, got to fix the election. That's it. And I don't know what Trump thinks he's doing to fix the elections. Um, now, you know, uh, on Monday, we're going to talk about Floyd, not the Floyd that was died from an overdose of, of fentanyl. Not that one, not George. There was another Floyd who is a defendant in that ridiculous Georgia litigation where they're trying to say that Rico, these guys went to fix, tried to fix an election. Of course, you know, the Democrats accuse you of something. They're doing it themselves. But anyway, uh, we're going to get into this Monday. Um, he, but just a, a teaser here, the, the Rico uh, indictments against these defendants in Georgia all are based on no evidence the election was stolen in Georgia. That's what in the indictments, like in there, you count all of the defendants, it's in there 972 times or some crazy thing. About the same number of podcasts that we had. Anyway, uh, this Floyd guy, uh, his attorneys filed what I consider an A++++ um, memorandum in, in opposition to a motion to quash subpoenas. Did that make sense or did he explain? Uh, explain. <laughs> so, so what Floyd did was Floyd filed for subpoenas, specifically asking for vote tallies and the things that all along Trump and his in his and us, those who believe it was stolen, have said was there that were stealing. You know, there was that's where you could see the videos of the ladies yeah. pushing ballots through several times. Well, they're trying to get that evidence because Floyd's theory is that if you're alleging and you've alleged it a million times. If you if you're alleging that the election was not stolen, then we have the right to look and see if it was stolen or not. And so he subpoenaed all of those election records so his attorneys could go through it and find that show that the election either was stolen or arguably was stolen. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, the state of Georgia puckered and they don't want to produce that to this defendant. And so they filed a motion to quash his subpoena. So he filed for the subpoenas. That's straight up Marbury versus Madison. You got to do your job. If you're a, a clerk, you got to you got to send them out. So they wanted to send them out. They're going like, whoa, whoa, we don't want to answer these subpoenas because uh, because God or whatever. They don't give good reason. They say, oh, I say it's, it's too much. It's, this is overburdensome to the to the people involved in producing it anyway. He filed uh, his his attorneys. Floyd filed a motion to uh, in opposition to the motion to quash, meaning motion to kill the subpoenas. And we're going to go through that. It's an eight page document as far as writing goes, but it he he's attached. I want to say thirty two pages of things that it's at, he's asking for, which show double double counting uh, things like that. But the big thing that that sliding through this thing that the press is not talking about is that they've deleted some of it already. So how can you prosecute somebody if you've deleted the evidence? And you know, when you delete evidence, then that presumption is in favor of the person who didn't delete it. So anyway, we're going to talk about that Monday. That's um, when Victoria can, can, she's been sick. She's going to come in Monday and we're going to talk about that then. She'll produce, she'll, she'll talk about that. So it's a leading. I think it's I think it's very, very interesting to see that that part of it and, and, and very good legal work. When you see it, you like to as a lawyer, you go, that's a nice 
if you're a painter, you go, that's a nice painting. Or you can go, that's a nice painting by these lawyers. They, they did a good job. Now, the Georgia judge is very biased. So, so they're really doing this for appeal. They're going to lose. Just, you know, I'm not, I'm not hopeful that this judge is going to go, well, you know, Republicans are right. Election was stolen, dismissed. <laughs> Don't expect that. <laughs> but any, you ordering something? No. Sounded like. <laughs> so anyway, I, I know I got off on, on a little, little sidetrack, but I, I'm hoping you'll listen Monday for that because I think uh, I think it's going to be a fun podcast to talk about that in yeah. depth. And and I do think again that's one of those things. Is it in the news anywhere? Um, not that specific thing. Motor machines slipping boats. That's in the news. Okay. Like yeah, that well, that would be very conservative. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Only pundits who are very conservative. Okay, they're talking about though the the the, the, the Georgia prosecution or just they're flipping boats in in Pennsylvania. Uh, some gas leak that went down on election day, and then I'm assuming this election that we just went okay. Yeah, this is totally different. This is all about trying to get Trump to go to jail for RICO violations for trying to get the results in Georgia. Yeah. He would say corrected. They say overturned. <laughs> you get to use. He just wanted to correct them. <laughs> and, and, that, and I think that they need to start saying it that way. We're not trying to overturn it. We're just trying to correct them. You know? yeah. But anyway, I think that's going to be a fun podcast. Um, and I will get you pleading. You may or may not want to figure out what all the terms can be, but you might see something in the evidence that I'm missing. Okay. Um, it would be fun. All right. So, so, you know, we got some notes of some things in, from, we were from a podcast earlier this week. I guess it had been yesterday. Um, you yeah, want, we, uh, you we want, didn't get to these items. Yeah. yeah, you wanted to talk about uh, Netanyahu and security responsibility. And you were talking about it before, you know, what we call the green room before we actually got on. And the reason that I didn't talk about it yesterday is we ran out of time. I wanted you to have plenty of time to flesh this out because I think this is important. Okay. Um, Netanyahu, this is all of the news yesterday. He said, uh, well, we will have an ongoing security responsibility once we clean out Gaza. Okay, so he's he's addressing he's so so the question was what what was posed what made him say that? It made him say that because of all this talk of uh Biden and everybody wants a, a ceasefire. Okay. So in response to a ceasefire, he says not until we have Gaza secure, is that oh, what no. We have a security responsibility. You know, ongoing, and we will have to stay in Gaza after this. Security. All right. So, so I misunderstood you. So you're saying he has a security issue for the people of Israel and Gaza. Really? Yes. And what he means, I think, by that, or at least my interpretation of it, which I, don't, I can't read minds, but my interpretation of the things he said is we're staying in Gaza militarily. Oh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna occupy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, we're not occupying, James. We're, uh, we are securing security. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, you know, occupy is kind of a, in my opinion, a misnomer here. Well, I mean, they're uh, accusing the, the reason I say that is they're accusing Israel of occupying Palestine. Oh, yeah. Okay. But they're really occupying uh, a mind virus is what they're really trying to occupy. They're quarantining, really. That's what I think they should call it. A mind virus? Okay. If you, there was a video of there were talking to children, grade school children, by the way. Where? So from where? In, in Gaza. Okay. And it was, do you think you should kill 
Israelis. You should wipe them off the face of the planet. They say, oh, yeah. So the, Absolutely. Yes. And everything that has to do with the West, we need to destroy. So, so do- indoctrinating children isn't just something we do in the United States. They're doing it in Palestine, too, or in Gaza. Yes, but this <laughs> mind virus is very different in that the God, you know, these Hamas people are actually putting, you know, Israel calls them up and says, look, I'm, I'm simplifying this. Uh, we're going to blow this building up. You need to get your civilians out. They go, oh, no. He goes, look, there's, there's children there. You need to get them out. Because it'll be better for us if they're dead. They're, sacri- they they're sacrificing their own children. So you're saying M-I-N-D virus, mind virus. Mind, yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about M-I-N-E. I was going, what? Okay, mind. It's a virus of their brains. Okay, so they've got the children believing that all Israelis should die and that that's a good thing. And the Israeli children aren't far off the other way. Really? Really. Now, the only way to, you know, unfortunately, I don't know how you solve that unless you use genocide. And, you know, no matter which side you're on, you're advocating genocide in one form or another. And this is just my Well, opinion. is it is it genocide? I, I, I don't believe that the Israelis are going to kill all of these mind that have been infected with the with the hatred virus. OK, I don't think they'll right. do that. I don't think that. The, I don't think they will either. But but, but they want they to. Will, they will bury Hamas in their own tongues. Well, I would do that. And. This is the weird thing about that. That's what Hamas wants. They want to kill people in tunnels? They want they want Israelis they want, to kill people in they tunnels? They want the Israelis to kill them in tunnels or kill them so they can say, see, I'm right and I'm a martyr now. That's how screwed up they are. And this will get, ironically, you know, uh, Israel basically burying them in these tunnels. And, you know, look at what's going on. They're slowly constricting the area where Hamas is and all the bad guys are. Oh, okay. They're, 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 they're narrowing the perimeter. Narrowing. They just keep moving a little bit. Oh, well, Biden wants us to slow down a little, so we'll slow down. So that placates the Israelis that live there. But then they slow down. That squeezes. They don't have to go house to house, door to door. They just have to squeeze the area more and more and more. Therefore, he's saying we have an ongoing security issue even after we clean these fellows out. Where are you getting this information? Probably Scott Adams. Huh? Yeah. He seems to be covering it well. I, and I'm not, I won't go to him because I like you reporting what he has to say. I, yeah, I will. just talked about this, but there's also, if you go back and look, there was a former uh, defense minister who had outlined the plan that is currently okay. looks like being implemented. Yeah, my sources, now, my sources aren't talking about this, so this is kind of new to me. Let me, let me, um, let me, you know, I say my sources, my new sources. Um, and, and I've, I've kind of turned this over to you too. We, we talk about the, the, the people in the podcast don't know this. We sometimes have to, we have to divvy up the work because I can't read something in the, about the Trump litigation and, and stay up on what they're doing to get Hamas out of Gaza. And I'm relying on Glenn for that. And you're doing a great job. I mean, I'm telling you, I stay, I feel like I'm staying up on it by listening to you. But here's my question. Um, let, let me, let me take some bigger steps back, some pretty big steps back. We've had enough time now to digest the paratroopers or whatever you call those guys, those para, parasailers. Um, those those guys coming in and raping and killing and slow roasting. And by the way, um, people are finally acknowledging that video of the slow roast. You know, I went back and looked at it before they started again. It wasn't as open fire as I thought. It was it was in ovens like like the Jeez, really? Oh yeah, I, when you look at it closely, there's a huge oven. German ovens. I mean, it's horrible. Okay. It's horrible. I didn't go to. I couldn't watch the death again. Um, but the uh, see, I got it. It, it shakes me. That that 
Shakespeare. It's Shakespeare. the hardest that it, I, my, I'm, I'm almost sick thinking about what I saw. Okay, now collect yourself. When this happened, there was an argument that whatever would be the FBI, CIA, KGB, whatever it would be for Israel, that the people who were in the um, um, business of getting information, what do you call it? Um, intelligence. Intelligence, thank you. Because I mean, it'd be military intelligence. It would be a Mossad, by the way. Okay, so, so what's that? That's their. That's what's it, their what's it called? Yeah, I couldn't hear you. What did you say? It was Mossad. 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 Okay, so the Mossad says they told Netanyahu this was about to happen. And then I saw last week Netanyahu said, no, that's not true. And he gave what he was told. He released it. He released what he was told was happening. He said he was not told it was going to happen. My first question I, I'm asking you is, because you tried to get into this early, but we just didn't, we hadn't really digested what was going on. Was Netanyahu um, set up for failure here by Mossad? Could be. Could be. Uh I'm not putting that out of pocket, you know, like I said, if it wasn't 2023, I'd say, oh, no. But, yeah. Now, this is what I think intelligence, we have to remember about intelligence. You get millions of hits saying something's going to happen. And I think they were pretty sure something was going to happen. They didn't know what the hell yeah. it was. When, when, when I read about the 9-11, they called that noise. I read about several of the things. So the, the people in intelligence say, well, there was noise, but we didn't know what it was. Right. That's what you're talking about. Yes. and. And, and this noise and sounds crazy when you first hear it. Then after the fact, it sounds, oh, we knew. Now, also remember, their intelligence agencies were blamed for not knowing this was going to happen. Right. It was right. back and forth. But, but Netanyahu yes. actually actually declassified. <laughs> and yeah. he, he released something last week. And again, I let it go because it's, it's, it's not my assignment. And I, and I, I wish I'd have brought I, what, what I I'm going to do. to see it. This is what I'll do from now on. I'll send it to you and let you figure it out. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that from now on. Okay. Uh, All right. So the long and short of it is, is though, then once it happened, Israel immediately, um, you, they had control of the ports already, you said, right? That that's one of the things is that, that Gaza's ports were, were occupied, run by yeah. Israelis. Is yeah. that right? I'm pretty sure they have a pretty strong presence. Okay. So... Because there was no shots fired, and and, it, and they're controllable now, so they must. I think your 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 first impression must have been correct that Israel, as part of some type of a treaty, said, "Yeah, you can live in Gaza, but we're going to control the ports and the pipelines." Yeah. The other thing is, uh, you've got to remember that when the, all this Gaza was kind of set up, or when everything went to, you know, because Israel won a bunch of wars. Uh, and actually had a great deal of the Arab nations currently uh, in Syria. It basically had Syria. Uh, they gave it back to foster peace. And, you know, there was all sorts of one of the things that was happening. You had all these Palestinians in Gaza and they said, look, you know, we have all these people who own this property you're, you're on and these buildings you're in. We would, you know, what we what they negotiated with the Palestinians was. You just pay rent, and you can stay there forever. Well, they hadn't paid rent, and since it happened, they just continued to not pay rent. And so, the but the Israelis don't kick them out because, you know, it looks really bad for them. And so uh, they also were supposed to set up their own water. Well, Hamas took all that water to make concrete bunkers. Uh, also, all the concrete that was donated so they could build buildings and do things in the Gaza Strip, Hamas took to make their tunnels. And they, they're just, that's what they do. They're terrorists. They take things from 
the Palestinians, and you know, everybody thinks that's fine. Um, so what Israel did is they set up pipes. They turned water on electricity. You know, so when they turned this off, the the Palestinians were supposed to be self-sufficient a long time ago, and they just haven't done anything. Because Hamas just keeps taking everything that's donated, and all the aid we do send Palestine, not, I mean America and the West, is just sucked up by Hamas to do terror attacks like the one they just did. Um, so, and Israel has been over backwards, in my opinion, to try to get some kind of peace and live together, but Hamas isn't going to do it nor are the Palestinians. And if the Palestinians are so, you know, it's so horrible for them, and why doesn't, why aren't the refugees allowed into Egypt? Why aren't the refugees allowed into any Syria, Lebanon, any of those places? They're not allowed in. They don't make any, you know, uh, accommodations. They don't want them. They don't want them for a very good reason, because they're going to destroy their nation, because they've talked to the West one time. You know, that's basically, in my opinion, what, like well, what's going on here? Well, let me ask so, you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let me ask you yeah. this. Let me ask you this. Okay, you have something to finish on it? No, go ahead. You can tie that thought up if you need to. For listeners, we're not in the same well, room. Well, this idea that, first off, the Palestinians own this territory is irrelevant, in my opinion. Uh, all that matters is who has it now and who can defend it. They can't, but Israel can't. Oh, I got you. I got you. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, and this is going to sound like populist crap, I'm sure. But none of this was going on when Trump was in. What's the difference? Okay, the difference is the um, idea, and I mean, Trump said this, he retaliate somehow. And he would be, you know, first off, talk about first president, although I don't know how many presidents have said, we're going to put our embassy in Jerusalem. Who did it? President Trump. Right. Um, he, didn't, he didn't wait for somebody. He didn't ask permission. He said, no, I can do that. Let's do that now. And that's why we have an embassy in Jerusalem. So that has been going on for 50 years, I think. Oh, yes, so, yes. I know that it was at least going on when Nixon was there. Yeah, and everybody said, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. No, we did it. So Trump did. And so that's a clear signal that he's on their side. And that by itself, you know, they always say, well, if America didn't support Israel, they would be nothing, which disagree. But I do think we do help them quite a bit. And that's because of support in this country to help them quite a bit. And uh, that's not just, you know, Jewish people. It's all sorts of people who support Israel. Also, they're our only ally in the area, and they are a stabilizing force, whether people believe it or not. So, you know, you take all that into consideration, they have to wipe out Hamas. They have the, right now, they can. They can go in. But Think about it. If you go in fast and door to door, lots of people. Yeah, I want to. I want to go another direction on that, if you don't mind. So I want to stay with what you were talking about. Um, the in in all right. So we know that that Trump's son, son and then Trump signed some type of an accord with the countries in the Middle East. The what? Abraham Accords. <laughs> all right. Now Iran was not part of that, right? Okay, this was everybody but Iran. Well, everybody. That whole world, any region, wants Iran gone, by the way. <laughs> the, hey, you no just, Arab country that likes Iran. They want them gone. Something you did has made you start flatlining. It's on your end. Okay. Can, can you hear me? I, I can hear you, but you're weak now. I might have to call back in. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do that. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to pause it. It's, it's, it. By the way, it's at 39, um, 19. So the Abraham Accords were Jared Kushner, you know, basically – 
he one who did most of the work on this. Um, he fostered and brokered a deal where all the nations except Iran in that Middle East would agree to recognize Israel's right to exist and not be destroyed by the Arab world. And they would establish economic, um, you know, they'd do business with Israel and Israel would do business with them. Um, you know, basically a very Trumpian uh, system where we won't give you any aid, but I will make sure you have so much business you can't stand. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to say this: that he has a book called "The Art of the Deal." Yeah. that's the best deal I've ever heard of. That's yeah. incredible. That's incredible. And you know, Henry Kissinger, who's known as Mister Wise Guy, couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, you know, Clinton could so do it. Kissinger a lot when he was doing it. He should have been. So, so, yeah. so this gets done. And and now who so so all all of the uh, Middle East countries that were anti-Israel except for Iran agreed to this accord. Yes. So so what they did the it. they all signed it to? Now I'm going to say this before I ask. I know the answer because I think it's a feature, not a flaw. Or um, what did the Biden administration do to kill it? Okay, this is a subtle thing. They don't have to do anything to kill it. They just let it all apart. It takes foster. You know, you've got to, you know, talk to people and do a lot of, they just stop doing that. Did, did money going to Iran play a part? Uh, I don't know, but it would, if I just use my common sense or my, my own logic, if you give them pallets of cash, I think it was around Obama gave like $2 billion or something like that. Obama did, and so, there was some more this time in this administration. Well, this administration really, they gave them access to some of the funds they say they had. Well, yeah, but that, that was, goes all the way back to Jimmy Carter. and had that I cash know. in forever. Yeah, I know. So basically, it's like giving it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I think that that's got to finance their deluded, bizarro aspirations. And they want to destroy the entire Middle East and make it a jihad, you know. So that's, that's what you got. Now, yeah, we are still paying for the sins of Jimmy Carter. All right. Um. So. So. Um. Um. The, now we'll go on forward. The, the fact of the matter. So. So you're basically saying you don't know. You're being honest. You don't know whether the whether the money released to Iran is filtered into Hamas and that's how they finance this or not. But what you are saying is, is that if Trump had been in, they would have been doing everything they could for the next four years in that administration to make sure the Abraham Accords were going the way they were supposed to go. And since they got somebody in there now, an administration in there now that's illegally in there, they're not trying to, they're not even, to me, they can't even, you can't even get the administration to say Hamas is wrong here. Not really. What's that? Or they're terrorists. They won't say that. Yeah, they won't call them terrorists, and they and they go, you know, both sides are at fault. And what did it, what did Obama say the other day that you know we're all guilty? Everybody has a contribution. Yeah. No, he does, but I don't. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 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 he, he wants to say we do not protect himself. Yeah. All right. Now was Netanyahu in while Trump was in? Yes. Okay. I know they keep trying to get him out. Now Netanyahu is a security first kind of guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he's conservative, basically, or Israeli. All right. So Netanyahu probably then realized once that the election was stolen from Trump that Israel needed to. He was he. They, he I don't think that he would be surprised that a Biden administration, the people that were supporting him, putting him in there, puppeting him, they were going to be anti-Israel. So he probably started preparing for this almost from day one of of Biden being installed as president. 
Now, remember, he wasn't the prime minister when Biden became president. That's right. He lost it for a short time, didn't he? Yeah. Then he came back when they said, holy crap, Biden's going to screw us. I remember that. I do. So Um, remember that about the whole dynamic. And, you know, they recently he was their Supreme Court actually does write laws in a way. And so he was trying to stop that. And he was the worst piece of garbage that ever lived when he tried to do that on their Supreme Court. Uh, but their Supreme Court can just basically arbitrarily, you know, as I understand it, and I'm not, I'm not 100% expert on this, but their Supreme Court goes, oh, we don't like guns, no guns, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they said, but we're talking about, uh, you know, blue, uh, you know, tops being banned. Yeah, we know, but we're going to do guns now. I guess, I guess what I'm asking is if we would have been enforcing or not enforcing, encouraged, I like the way you said nurtured, maybe is the word you used. Nurtured, yeah, nurturing. He nurtured the Abraham Accord. This probably wouldn't have happened. Because, it, because it. really, Israel took did not, I mean, excuse me, Egypt has not been pro-Hamas. Have you noticed that? Egypt is not pro-Hamas. Do you know that Egypt has tunnels? Hamas has tunnels there, too. And they flood them often <laughs> with seawater. That's what which, has that's the Dwayne's rum. That's the Dwayne's rum solves in all yeah. of this. <laughs> yeah, and also that seawater has destroyed their aquifer, so they have to desalinate all their water. Yeah, you be telling me that too. All right, so so with all that said, now I'm I'm kind of caught up that that basically what was was being nurtured into peace and and coexisting with each other has now become Arab against Israel again. And this Hamas thing is inside of Gaza. They have usurped the authority or have they have it. They don't know whether they usurped it, but I think what I'm hearing is they didn't really have any fair elections. I don't believe in them anymore. But anyway, long and short of it is, then this this, this Hamas terrorist group is dug in in tunnels and all kinds of bunkers that they've made in Gaza, ready to go to war with Israel in a cowardly way really jihad, jihad. Yeah. all right now hamas how i know that we had is is isis and we've had yeah. you know <laughs> we've had all these different ones that have popped up and to me i've never really been able to tell one terrorist organization from another is um could you remember that, who was that the one with that uh checkered uh hat thing he would wear what was his name remember back in the kissinger days uh, no not idiot me no <laughs> Right now. All right, but they had what was their group called? They were like um, Arab Palestinian uh, Liberation Army. Well, they had that one, the PLO. They had all those things. All these years. Is there any real true distinction in them? Except you extinguish one, and another one pops up. They just rename it. Yeah, they rename it so it looks like a different organization. Okay. But there's the same group. Okay. So, so these people have dug in, and now the people of Palestine. We don't. I mean, excuse me, of Gaza, the the, the citizens. Do we yeah. know anything about them trying to get loose or is there any intelligence saying they're trying to get out and can't or are they staying there because they, they want to try that Israel will let them come right out and give them places to stay. That's my understanding. But Hamas kills anybody who tries to do that. So like East Germany. Yes. Yes. That's and it. here's the other thing I don't think most people understand. There's a lot of Israeli-Palestinian citizens in Israel. They're citizens of Israel. Lots of them. Right. It's not a few. I mean, from the beginning. From the beginning, they've, they've had some peaceful existence with, with farmers and, and people, businessmen that are from not, you know, they're not Jewish. 
Um, all right, but but where I'm trying to go with this is trying to catch up as to what this means to us. Um, so so now Hamas was able to do what they did. What I guess I'm asking is, was Hamas building this during the Trump administration, or this all happened under Biden? I don't know. Now think about what they did. The the this was the rumbles of something going to happen was based on the fact that nothing had happened for a long time. Uh, and Biden was trying to say, see, when we do this, this is what happened. Nothing. At least the administration was trying to couch that just before this happened. Yeah, what he and one I mean, time, he did clearly say, He said what? Okay, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Can you understand Biden? <laughs> no, but... I'm just, I'm just quoting. I'm just quoting him. I'm just. All right. uh, You know, if you think about that, he, he, it wouldn't have taken long to put this together. Okay. And the shorter time to put this together, the better. And they picked this time because they saw weakness. And in that region of the world, as I understand it, weakness is something you act on. Oh, I know. Yeah. Let let me, let me say this. You're exactly right. That, that, even though the West has gone Christian, which means that we have we, we value virtues of peace and understanding and and service, and the the East looks upon that as weakness. That they yeah. that they they think that virtue is strength and even horror. They don't have a problem with that. So anytime we're dealing with someone who's not from a Christian perspective, you got to realize that they define morals differently completely than we do. Yes. And that's not new. That's not new. Romans were that way. Romans, yeah. the Romans, even though they're the West now, they've been infested by, you know, infested. They're going to say infested. That sounds horrible. It was just going to say we're infested by Christianity. Christianity had a different definition of morals than the Romans yes. did. And, 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 and that is a fact that, that that's why it's really kind of hard to understand. You say, well, how can they be this immoral? Well, they are because they have a different definition of moral. Yeah. Weakness to them is immoral and weakness means you should take him out you know in other words you got to do something when they're weak right they understand it when you kill them mm-hmm. that's what you were saying earlier come get yeah. us come get us we understand if you're stronger kill, kill us. if you're stronger try to do it you know it's kind of that you got the right, guts right. you have the guts yeah and when they do something and nothing happens and they've probably been testing the waters for a while then you know they say well they're not going to do anything you know and then they see that we even let our own criminals out. They wouldn't let their criminals out like we've done. Yeah. So they see that narrative. They see all that in the news. That gives them, well, this guy, he can't even construct a sentence. Let's go now. Gotcha. So, gotcha. All right. So, so to, 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 to bring it up to date then, basically, they took this weakness that I think that the Biden administration, the illegal Biden administration, has signaled out there they thought this was the time to do it, maybe even before 2024, because if Trump gets in there, they know what's going to happen. All right. So and, and and I don't think they understand our elections are as rigged as theirs are. But um, the the long and short of it is, is they did it. They did this horrific thing. Um, and again, if you if you have not read at least a summary of Nietzsche, please read. Go go read something written by Nietzsche so you'll understand these people, these Hamas people. And they they only understand they they don't they're not afraid of war they're not afraid of of dying in a blaze of battle they think that's virtue and so you need to read that to understand that they see weakness they're going to pounce on it right. immediate and you cannot use um, this idea of negotiations like and, and getting along that we do in the 
the West where we believe in Christian values and we believe in serving each other. We believe in, in turning the other cheek when you possibly can. If you turn the other cheek to Hamas, they're going to blow you up. They're going to rape you. They're going to burn your children. And yeah. it, it's never going to stop because that's their moral values. It's the old Roman Nietzsche power. Okay. Now, so they saw weakness and they did this. Okay. Now, I guess what's going on here is do they believe that the United States is going to support Israel or do they realize that there's going to be equivalent, a, a, equivocate, what's the word I'm trying to say? <clears throat> that they're going to be equivocal. Equivocal. They're going to be equivocal. And are we going to be? Are we going to be soft on this, like Carter was when the when the embassy in the United States was the United States embassy was taken in Tehran? He, Carter was yeah. weak. They knew it. They pounced on it. He couldn't. He couldn't even get him out of there. He couldn't go into his own embassy and pull out hostages from crappy little Iran. They couldn't. He couldn't do it. It took Ronald Reagan, who, who was a man, to get him out of there. Well, I'm thinking that that's what's going on here. So now Netanyahu is a man, is what we've decided, right? Yes. I All mean, right. he's defense, you know, Israel. He's what would be called a hawk. Well, I wouldn't call him a hawk as much as a security guy. Okay. Power, though. All right. Now, so what, and, you, and you're going right back. What I, you helped me, you gave me the segue to it because we're back to the question from the beginning. What does he mean when you say he's a security guy? Right. What does he mean he has responsibility for security in Gaza? He means that even after we get rid of these guys, we're going to have military there. That's what I think. And that we can never not have military. So, so he won't. He, security. He's not going to annex it to Israel, but he's going to no. continue to, you, you say, no, I can't use the word occupy, but that's basically what it would be. Yeah. I mean, he's not calling it that, but yeah. All right. So what's the significance of not forcing the Palestinians to pay their rent? It's part of why they think it's weakness. You okay. see, they just refuse to do it. Then then the, the remember, people have visual persuasion. Visual persuasion is the strongest, even if you use words to visually persuade. Um, the Here's the optic that would happen. They would show them pulling these poor Palestinians who have nothing out of their homes. They're not their homes. I, that doesn't matter, James. It's what it looks like, not what it is. All right. So you know how medieval this sounds? It's like, it's like serfdom. You know, you, you, we own land. You only get to occupy it at our leisure, and we're going to expect you to come to pay pay your beef dues. That's what that sounds like. Because, I mean, they don't own Israel. Not really. It's not Israel. How do they own that? How does Israel own Gaza? Israel owns Gaza because this is complex, and I don't know if I can even do it justice. Basically, Israelis bought the land from the Palestinians privately. Um, and so— the Palestinians even thought they owned it. But then it's like, you know, the homeless problem we have in this country. Uh, you know, people gave them tents trying to be compassionate. And then we had 10 cities and they wouldn't break them up. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Well, you know, the long and short of it is, is that it sounds like to me Netanyahu is just slowly but surely um, occupying, <laughs> creating security. In Gaza, and is narrowing the area that the people that the mosques. He's is, narrowing the area Hamas can operate. Let's put it that okay. way. And do you think that they're going to keep going into the tunnels until they're all in the tunnels, and then they're going to say the visual is you let us die in the tunnels? Yeah, and I mean, you know, they. I will also say that they probably have the best, most expert. They've known about these tunnels for years. They probably have the most expertise in maybe any military on tunnels. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, and they haven't flooded them with seawater because they don't want to destroy the aquifer. But they have been pumping purple smoke into, or as some people call it, purple haze. They have purple purple smoke <laughs> in the tunnels. I get that one. Yeah, and they they see where the vents are, and then they bomb it. So think about it. Slowly, they bomb your airport air ducts in your tunnels. And then I'm sure if I was them, I would have something in that purple haze that at least made it uncomfortable to be there. And, you know, further, this captagon that they're all addicted to, why don't they start producing it and have every cis pill <laughs> captagon have a fatal dose of fentanyl in it? Now you sound like Stalin. <laughs> I understand. I'm just picking on it. Yes, yes. Why, 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 you know, they, they take it, they're addicted to this stuff. They take it to go do kill babies. So, you know, why wouldn't you try to do that and then, uh, you know, kill them slow? They'd still take it if they knew every fifth one was poison. You know, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up on, on something that I, I expect to be kind of funny, but maybe not. You remember back when we, I'm not sure when you started, were you here when Charlotte was big on, on Conspiracy Friday? She would tongue in cheek yeah. talk about the Q, QAnon stuff. QAnon, a little bit. Yeah, I was there a little. Okay. I was at least listening. You remember when she was talking about the tunnels? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. that, uh, you know. <laughs> we did a whole Friday on that, didn't we? It's yeah. it's like we got these supposedly underground tunnels. Um, and you know, she was talking about that in 2020, somewhere in the area. We've been talking about it for a long time. QAnon was big in 2020. Um, and, and I will say this, that I have paid particular attention to something. She said, why, when we were kids, do you remember how there would be large convoys on the interstate all the time? Almost any time you would travel, they would be like, where are they? Where did they go? <laughs> she says they're in tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I will say this that the that logistics in the military is a lot different than what people realize. Um yes. so so there's no it, it, when you are in a military unit, I don't know what the proper terms for a unit would be, but you they, they divide them up in different divisions and whatnot. You aren't you aren't given a Jeep, you're given Jeeps. They promise you Jeeps, but they don't promise you a particular serial number. You have a Jeep. So what they do is they have this common thing where if one breaks down, they just go take it out of there and give you a working one. So you don't fix that Jeep. You see what I'm getting at? So if you have Jeep number 246 and that one breaks, then you're going to get 379. You see what I'm saying? You You don't have the right to them. And so my guess is that they don't have to have those convoys like they used to, that that's not tunnels. But yeah. QAnon says it's Tom. That's why we don't see those guys. James, that's what they're doing. <laughs> it's built tunnels. <laughs> and that explains why they, wouldn't, it, wouldn't they say that, that really all those tremors that were not really coming from, uh, from cr- fracking, it was coming from them making the tunnels. <laughs> yeah, that's why the, you had all those bad gas leaks. <laughs> I miss those conspiracy Fridays. Those were fun. Yeah, those were fun. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I would say they have tunnels down there. I don't know if it's ex- as extensive as QAnon says it is, but um, the they but they, but they the, the one that was funny was that Prasoviak guy or whatever his name is, Jack Prasovic. That was that's so QAnon that that Donald that Donald Trump's uncle 
was the last one to see Tesla's papers. And, and Tesla spent his last 10 years not on electricity and things like that. He was sending on time travel. That, that, <laughs> that We talked about that yesterday. That's so funny to me. <laughs> I don't know. I think QAnon is laughing. I think they're like 4chan. They're just making fun of us. They're <laughs> How wild can we get it? <laughs> yeah. So how, how, how much can we muddy the waters? Yeah. Um, the we got we got ten minutes left. Um, I want to ask about the um, the Lacey things manifesto, Transvansite manifesto. Yeah, What's it called? Too much. It's the the shooters manifesto. I don't even know what it's called. The, the transvestite, the transgender, trans. Trans manifesto, yeah, transgenders manifesto. Transvestite, lacy things, lacy things. The wife is missing. Um, the lacy things manifesto is what I will name it. All right, so so I read it was you know they they, they someone put I assume that they're real um, copies of a notebook, so it wasn't typed out neatly written as the Kansas no. City Star was. Um, but basically, if I could sum it up, and I'm gonna let you take it over, but if I could sum it up, this guy girl who dressed as a guy didn't like young white, white. people because white people oppress cross-dressers yes that's in a nutshell so she took a gun and started shooting and and said that it was pretty good he was pretty good at time and how long it would take before he got taken out um but he was he wanted to kill children he literally wanted to now, how does that? Why did why did the liberals not want that out? Didn't meet the narrative of a MAGA Trumper shooting people. MAGA people shoot people in self defense, yes. Um, but they want to make you know people with guns look crazy. Now, the problem with it would be it didn't meet the narrative of a right winger shooting people. Oh, so so they they want to say cross dressers don't kill people. Right, they they're not dangerous. Did you ever see that video of that cross dresser? interview with ben shapiro mm. and ben shapiro called him a guy because he was trying to make the point you are a guy if you i will call you a girl if you want me to but you are a guy and that guy that man dressed as a woman threatened him and it was real like oh, yeah. like i'm gonna punch your face um and you know shapiro was visibly shaken he's not a manly man and um but i looked at that and i went I think he would have killed Shapiro if he would have, if it would have been okay. He was that mad. If you haven't seen that video, guys, listeners, you can find it very easily. Just to put, you know, transvestite or trans. I don't know what the guy. I never can't remember what I'm supposed to call him. Um, threatens it, Ben Shapiro. It's it's worth seeing. He he was really and he listen. He was talking like 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 this, and then he goes, you know, you want to take this outside in very man voice. <laughs> Very, very man voice. And now I would have laughed at him, right? Because I've been beat up before. Once you've once you've been beat up in fights as many times as I have, you're not afraid of him anymore. Um, you know, you just get your butt whipped. So I would have bowed back up to him, whether he could whoop me or not. I'd have bowed up to him. Um, Shapiro, I think handled it. I'm not a Shapiro fan, as you know, but he handled it very well. You know, look, look what he just did. You know, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we know she was crazy. You know, there was no doubt about that. And we knew that she was a cross-dresser, you know, and that she shot a bunch of children. And it's, 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 I remember when Bill Buckley said and I want to say. It also the narrative that they say men are the only ones who shoot people. Okay. Well, yeah, but yeah, okay, it's a good point. Good point. 
I remember Mel Buck, Bill Buckley. I'm pretty sure it's who I'm. You know, I I don't really. Does anybody really have any any thoughts of their own? You're you're pulling from your memories. Yeah. But B- Bill Buckley, I'm pretty sure, was the one talking about the guy who shot Ronald Reagan, and they were trying to say he was crazy because he he that Foster girl, whatever her name was, he had yeah, Jody Foster. He had he had a crush on Jody Foster, so he shot the president. And they said that's crazy. And I and and Bill Buckley made the point. Um, if that's the standard, you're never going to be able to convict somebody for shooting president because you're crazy if you try to shoot president. You're by definition something wrong with you. By definition. And and if you will shoot little children, by definition, you're crazy. And I say that about Hamas. I, I, I'm all for this. I'm, I'm, I'm understanding of, of the Nietzsche idea that you you got to be able to kill if you're a man. You got you can't show weakness. But that doesn't mean you kill children. You're crazy no. when you do that. I mean, men are designed, in my opinion, to protect women and children. Yes. Through violence. Right. And so, and, and, and even Nietzsche says that. Even Nietzsche says a man will protect a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so, and Nietzsche takes it as far as anybody can take it, really. Um, and so, so I, um, I look at I didn't need the manifesto to know that that girl flipped her lid and she didn't flip it just being a crossdresser. She flipped it in many directions. And, yeah. and to think that those children represent oppression of crossdressers is crazy. Well, the other thing you've got to remember is the media has been telling them that, right? Yeah, so yeah has, you're right. You're right. I so has our educational system. Good point. Good point. There's that, there's so that mind, and, what'd you call it, mind indoctrination? What'd you call it, mind virus? Mind virus, yeah. There you go. So we have a mind virus in the United States where, where we're, these, yeah. pe- these people are going to school and being told, hey, you know, if you're a crossdresser, uh, those little children right there represent oppression of you. Yeah, any white person, and that includes Jewish people <laughs> who now found out, hey, we're white. And Chinese. And Asians, yes. They're white as well. Yeah. They don't feel that way. There's a guy who wrote a book called The Inconvenient Minority. Yeah, really. <laughs> he talks about all that. Yeah, you know, it's 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 funny. And I know you you and I've talked about this just driving down the road. Um, I I I definitely see skin color. I see nationalities. Now I don't totally judge them on it. I might have some idea if you're wearing your pants with your butt crack showing. I might have an idea how you think. But if I see a a, a an Asian woman in a dress, I'm not going to know a lot about her. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to know she could serve her. I'm not going to know that, but I welcome her. And I even welcome the guy with his butt crack show and just don't, you know, please pull yeah, it up. You just, you just go up and treat him like human. Right, um, right, right. But, but I, but, but I have always, if I have a prejudice towards Oriental people, it's going to be a, what I consider a good one that they're probably going to be industrious and going to be courteous. They're going to. Yeah. And, and, and you might even have that same opinion of Caribbean one. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you know, if I see a, a black lawyer, I see a lawyer. I don't know. I can't look at that black lawyer and go, he's going to be good or bad. I, but I can't do it with whites either. You don't really know well, until you start dealing with them. I mean, in my neighborhood right now, which was predominantly when I moved in, uh, very Caucasian. Now it is very mixed in African-Americans and Indian-Americans. Uh, now, not a huge percentage. No, but it went from seeing only white people to seeing those people quite often too. And they're running in the neighborhood exercising. They're just like me, you know. Right. I just wave to them and it's it's fun. They ultimately get judged by as individuals. Ultimately, Ultimately, if you come in my office, I'm going to judge you by what the person I get to know. 
So any first impressions are going to be gone. But, um, but, but, the, but what I'm getting at is this. I've never understood the prejudice against Orientals that has been here from the 1800s. They, you know, they, yes. they, 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 it has a, it's, it's a lot. This is my opinion, James, but think of the prejudice of, uh, Jewish people when you don't only, if you don't have the Yamaka on, you don't really know, right? Just looking at it. Yet there's this prejudice. Oh, against Jews, I've never understood it. I've never understood why people don't. It's jealousy, in my opinion. I've never, yeah, as a kid, it was a kid. My parents were very pro Jewish, very, Israel, very pro Israel, pro Jewish. They, I say pro. Totally and completely accepted them, believed in their right to exist, believed in their right to the freedom that we, we give them in this country. And so I couldn't understand it until later I found out that everybody had a different reason for disliking them. You know, some dislike them because they said he killed Jesus, but that's so gone. That's not that's, that's not it. That's not a real argument. You know, and, and what, what Ferdinand, Ferdinand did to them was just horrible. The, the, the Arabs treated the Jews better. Than the Christian King Ferdinand, and and I've yeah. ne- I've never completely understood why, but I'm getting it now. I think it's I think it's demonic force. To be honest with you, that's what I think. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a, I think I mean, it's, very well could be it. But that doesn't yeah, explain people's God. That doesn't explain the Chinese. The devil, that's not do it. Yeah, that doesn't explain the Chinese. I don't understand. I've never understood it. They're they're you know they're. I'm sure they're. Well, you're, you're you're actually saying the Asians, right? Uh, Chinese only. Well, the reason I bring the Chinese up is, is we treated them horribly in the 1800s. Chinese. We did, yeah. Specifically yeah. Chinese. Um, we, we treated them horribly. We treated Japanese Americans poorly during the war, but I'm not as critical of that because we weren't real sure at the time. In other words, we did what we did. Sorry, give them some reparations. I felt bad about it. It would have been sucky if it had been me, if I'd have been um, uh, um, American Japanese, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of equivocal on what we did. My mom was very, very anti what we did to the Japanese after, you know, after Pearl Harbor. I'm 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 not I'm trying to understand it better. And I have not I'm not. That's kind of I I, I, you can't know. Let Let me start over. Everybody my age is going to know quite a bit about World War II. We're going to know, right. you know the two theaters. We're going to know Pearl Harbor. We're going to know D-Day. We're going to know Bastogne. We're going to know those things just because you, you, you just absorbed it. With all the movies about it and all those things, you just absorbed it. But I didn't. I've never really studied the, the, the philosophy of what we did to the Asian Americans or the, or the Japanese Americans. Reason I'm I'm backtracking on condemning it so bad is I'm shocked at how many people that were put into those camps wrote favorably afterwards saying we understood that that we did Well, you also gotta realize the that their mindset is different. They are. From, you're right, you're right. Good that, point. That, Good point. You no, know, that doesn't that doesn't bother them. Uh yeah, I understand why you have to do it. I don't like it. You know, they kind of they see it that way as well. But you know, we didn't do it to Germans. Did we? Well, I don't know. Read read about the the, the people who own Budweiser. What they had to say about that. Um, they will say that they were, you know, that there was a people were looking askance at them at the time. I agree, but we didn't put them in camps. Yeah, you're right. They had a lot of money. Um, and, and they looked white. All right. So I want to go back to the Chinese. I I have read enough about. That situation, and we went over some lawsuits with those uh, Chinese, um, you know, Supreme Court decisions on those Chinese uh, 
uh, laundry, they were trying to chase them out of San Francisco. And so for at least 20, 30 years, but even before that, I didn't understand when I would see how they were mistreating the Chinese. They don't get it. And and I still don't get it. I don't understand why they dislike them. I don't see. So I guess what I'm trying to tell you is I grew up at the end of the era where we, the war was over, we were still, you know, I've been talking about the Civil War. Uh, you realize that the house I live in wasn't but a few years after Civil War built. It was built about soon after. Um, the, um, so we're not talking about a long time ago, even though it seems like a long time ago to Civil War wasn't. There was resentment of the, the slave owners having to let the, the slaves go. But I'm going to tell you that my family primarily was from the North. And none of my family was pro-slavery. I mean, zero. There's not anybody that I know of in my family that thought that was a good idea. Okay. And my dad did a pretty good job making me visualize being a slave and how horrible, horrible, horrible it would be. And, and so I can't tell you how anti-slavery I am. And, and there were so many people who said that was not what the war was about. Yes, it was. It was about us being unfair to our fellow man. I don't have any problem saying that that was a bad thing that we needed. But who is it that freed them? The United States did. England did. We, we did it. We freed the slaves. We realized it was bad and we stopped that practice. But it had been going on forever. Not that it made it right. Right. But, the, the, but everybody's getting it backwards. We're the ones that freed slavery. We're the ones that stopped it. It was going on until we stopped it. And so this idea that this the reason that blacks are down is because of slavery. Maybe, maybe not. But the fact is we ended it. All right. Now, Soul has written so many books on this that he does not believe slavery is keeping blacks down now. He thinks the government's keeping blacks down now because of this contract or whatever they called it when the uh, uh, Johnson administration. I forgot what he called his his new deal. He had some kind of name for it. <laughs> but where I'm going with this is I understood not that it was right, but I understood why Southerners didn't like black people. They were wrong for why, but I at least understood it. They don't want to let them loose. You see what I'm saying? Wrong yeah. as it is, I understood it. I went, okay, those people don't understand decent human, human, human humanity here. They're just wrong. Okay. But I couldn't you couldn't give me a good reason why they hated the Chinese. You know, not even a bad reason. I couldn't even hear a bad reason. I couldn't hear a bad reason for hating the Jews. They just hated them. Yeah. It was almost like weird, just weird to me. I mean, because, I mean, the Asians have never. Now, I'm sure there's bad Asians. I know that. I mean, you can watch, you know, um, I mean, they, they bomb Pearl Harbor. You know, they're Asian, yeah. Asians can make mistakes. I'm not saying that at all. But, um, you know, what I, what I want to do is just move on each time we do something. You know, move on. And I guess we've moved on, except that they still don't want Chinese or it's Oriental. Now, I'll go ahead and put them, you know, group them because Asians, whether they're Japanese, Korean, uh, I don't know who's running those, these uh, donut shops here in town, but it was, they're well run. Those are good people. They're, they, they're good workers. I, I don't get the prejudice against Oriental. I don't get it at all. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Now, if you're prejudiced against blacks now, I don't get it. You have no reason yeah. anymore. You 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 can't even give me a bad reason to dislike blacks now. You can't even give it to me. You know, again, a very wrong, evil reason. Yes, you had one. A wrong, evil reason. You didn't want to let your property go. That what? How stupid is that? But at least I get it. I get your evil intent. But I don't yeah. get. I don't get the. <laughs> I don't get the hang up over the 
Orleans. Can you try to explain it, or is it used dumbfounded well, as I am? Here's what I think it could be. You have a group of people that generally speak to each other in a foreign language. They also um, have a system of being very closed in their little group. They have a tight group. Um, you also then see them going into places where, let's say, they're not the economic the economics are not good, right? But then thriving and doing quite well. And that, since they don't communicate easily with uh, Americans, they start to think they're doing something wrong. Uh, There's this, you. you see, and they, they're, they're, the black community even has said that they get favorable treatment on uh, loans. I, I think I get it. I think you did a good job. What you're basically, see if I'm getting it. We're afraid of competition. Yes, that's exactly what it is. That's what I think the Jewish people, uh, why there's so much against them. You know, you know, you know this about me. I, I, if I, I couldn't put enough pictures of Branch Rick, Ricky up in my office. Branch Ricky was the general manager of the, of the Brooklyn Dodgers. He took over while blacks were not allowed to play baseball. And he's the one who allowed blacks to play baseball. Why do I like that? Because he believed in free enterprise. He believed in freedom. He believed in putting the best on the field. And I can't emphasize to you, that's who I am. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what you are. If you're the best, get out there, right? And and if if you are the best lawyer, I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're male or female. Now, let me just say this one little thing is I'm seeing and I really believe it. I don't think that men, lawyers, are allowed to pound the table anymore, that we're not allowed to get aggressive because that's considered bad form. But women can. I don't care. You know what that means? I got to win under these these under these conditions. Those are the rules. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I've just noticed it that, that you I think Trump was brilliant hire a woman lawyer because she could rant she could get out she can she can do that if a man had done that 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 he'd have been put in jail he'd have been he would have been confined that day yeah and, and, and but and whatever tortured but i'm but i'm from the thomas soul i'm not gonna let that get me down no mm -mm. i'll just beat her anyway without the rant you know what i'm saying just do yeah. represent your client if your client's right do your best on it but but that means i probably can't get won't get hired by Donald Trump. But that girl's good now. That woman's good. What's her name? She we need I need to learn her name. She that woman, she's good. And I say girl because she's beautiful. Well, she's very, yeah, she's that's the that's the <laughs> naughty male in me. She's just pretty, you know. But she's man, that doesn't distract her beauty does not distract from what she says. She can speak, man. She can talk. Yeah. I mean he didn't hire Slouch. That's <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, look, we've gone way, way over time, but you were, you know, thank you. I, you know what? You're the first person to explain that Chinese thing to me and the Jew thing. I really believe that. I get it now. Ferdinand didn't like the uh, competition. He kicked him out. England, yeah. England yeah. did it. And, and we did, think about the response of both those groups, by the way, James. I, I've been banned from doing this. I can't own land, for instance. Hmm. Instead of saying, oh, poor me, I don't own land, they say, what could I own? <laughs> I can own all the money. Yep. That's where the real power is. Yep. Yep. I agree with you. I never thought it. Thank you. You answered the question. I've been kind of pondering over these years. It's all about competition. And I think the reason I find myself not being prejudiced is because I'm not afraid of competition. I need to know whether that's a good lawyer. I don't care what color or gender they are. I need to know how well, how good they are. What are they going to bring? How do they think? What do they, 
what's their strategy going to be? What are they going to pound? Are they going to pound the table? What are they going to do? I need to know. And and you start assessing that opponent from the day you make the first phone call to, to talk to each other on the phone. You start assessing your opponent, whether they're black, white, green, yellow, male, female, whatever. Now, I have I've come across one transgender. Is that what they call them? Lawyer. <laughs> and um, I, I, I think he was a he dressed as a she. Um, and there was a little bit of an argument and um, it was not a hotly contested case, but that person did present it well. In other words, straight up law. There's no just, you know, what I'm saying. So I think I would yeah. if I were up against that person, I wouldn't I would not I would not underestimate, them, you know. No, yeah, I mean, uh, I uh, sorry, I uh, had an experience with a, what I believe was transgender in a store and they were so good at helping me and really just did, did an outstanding job. And just their whatever it was went away. And, you know, I had that same experience when I was running restaurants in, in Alabama, all places. We had before the transgender thing went kind of crazy. We had a significant number of transgenders serving our customers. And customer, complaint no complaints uh-huh. from the customers, right? Um, right. Yeah, you know, the thing is, that doesn't mean that I condone it, right? But, yeah. but it was none of my business what that lawyer was wearing. It was just none of my business. I just, I noticed it. I couldn't help but notice it. But it was just, right. none, of, it was just none of my business. That's how I looked at it. You know, whatever turns you on. So, so anyway, you know, we still didn't get to George Floyd. We were, that's the one thing that's left off. We had two days worth of stuff in one day to try to talk about. So I guess we'll pick up George Floyd the next time. But Glenn, yeah. I, I enjoyed the podcast today and I, I appreciate the listeners. And I can't emphasize enough to you that if you have something that you don't like or do like, let us know so we can try to make it better. And uh, I think that we should be, you know, we're just about to lose. Our Obergruber and Fuhrer is governor. So I'm going to finish my part of it before we go to PJ's Coffee because I want to know, can PJ's Coffee help us do better and be better? Well, yes, but not in the way that our Obergruber and Fuhrer uh, <laughs> has decided. They will actually make you better and you will actually do better because of the awareness, the focus, the productivity you can have by having a delicious PJ's Coffee, roasted tea, all natural Red Bull, of course. The wonderful pastries will give you that rush, and you'll you'll feel so good because of all the wonderful flavors that you've consumed that you'll just go out and just kill it. Thank you so but much. Only if you go to the PJs in Hawk. It's got to be there, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be there because that's where you you run that base out of. You can drink it later. It gives you great effects, but not like if you go to the PJs in Hawk. And oh, by the way, if you'll text me the cost of some French, whatever it is for Charlotte, we're, we need some more. So let me know and I'll have that for you for Friday. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Tell that pretty wife hello for me. I will. All Thanks, right. James. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.